Local people, local stories. This is the KDKA All Local on Pittsburgh's News Weather and Traffic Station. 100.1 FM and AM 1020. KDKA. I'm Paul Rasmussen. A driver is dead after losing control of a vehicle on a turnpike exit in Washington County last night. The coroner says it happened around 10 p.m. at exit 32 for California. The vehicle went down an embankment. The driver, who was not using a seatbelt, was ejected. There's no word yet on that person's identity. It's a Code Orange Air Quality Action Day in all of Pennsylvania. That is an improvement from Thursday afternoon when the air quality index reached 244 the most polluted air in the U.S. around 3.45 p.m. The city closed its pools for a second day and is evaluating whether they will be open today. Several major events were delayed or postponed. Now, better air quality is expected by tonight and during the weekend. But AccuWeather's Dean DeVore says the source of the smoke will continue to be a problem. We're going to deal with this off and on the rest of the summer. They've gotten some moisture up over those Canadian wildfires, but there's still so many that are burning out of control. Today, young children, the elderly, and those with breathing issues are advised to stay indoors. Others are advised to limit time outdoors and avoid strenuous activity. Pittsburgh's Fireworks Task Force will be enforcing regulations and responding to fireworks complaints through Thursday the 7th. In a statement, the Department of Public Safety says fireworks cannot be lit on public or private property without permission from the owner or within 150 feet of a building or vehicle. Now through July 4th, fireworks are allowed until 1 a.m. After the 4th, municipalities can restrict their use after 10 p.m. Also, no fireworks are allowed in city parks, baseball, or playing fields. In his latest financial report, City of Pittsburgh controller Michael Lamb is urging a bigger investment in infrastructure. News Radio KDK's Shelby Cassessi has more. Lamb points to the collapse of the Fern Hollow Bridge and its aftermath, including the creation of the city's bridge asset management program. With 32 city-owned bridges in poor condition, plus staffing issues in the Department of Mobility and Infrastructure, Lamb says an infrastructure deficit will remain a pressing issue for years to come. We now have the wherewithal of some funding to, to start to address some of that. Uh, something that we weren't able to do, say, 10 years ago. We are um, in a position. Obviously, this takes execution. That's going to be left in the administration's hands. The 2023 budget allocates $101 million for bridge repairs and $22 million for restorations and upgrades. Shelby Kasasi, News Radio, KDKA. Now, the defense is expected to wrap up its case today in the penalty phase of the synagogue shooting trial. Jurors will then decide whether or not Robert Bowers is eligible for a death penalty. After eligibility is determined, the trial shifts to sentencing, with the defense presenting evidence in its bid for leniency while the prosecution will call victims to the stand. A study from Pitt researchers shows artificial intelligence is more effective at diagnosing heart attacks than traditional methods. News Radio KDK's Melinda Roeder has that story. When a patient shows up at the hospital with chest pains, doctors typically order an EKG. But some blockages can be difficult to detect with the naked eye, even by a well-trained physician. But it might be in a, you know, in an odd location in the heart, or they might be, uh, you know, smaller. A doctor might not be able to detect that by simply looking at an EKG. Dr. Saleh Alzati is one of the researchers who began testing an AI model for diagnosis and classification of heart attacks. They found it's not just 30% more effective, it can also read the test results faster, and during heart attacks, seconds count. The next phase of research will determine how paramedics and ER staff can best utilize the new technology. Melinda Roeder, News Radio, KDKA. 
Remember predictions of economic growth produced by Shell's ethane cracking plant in Beaver County? Well, the plant is not producing growth, according to a new study. A report from the Ohio River Valley Institute shows Beaver County lagging the rest of the state in nearly every measure of economic activity since Shell's project was announced in 2012. The report appears to contradict an RMU study commissioned by Shell that found the plant is expected to produce hundreds of millions of dollars in annual economic activity. Thanks for listening to the KDKA All Local. You can follow or subscribe to this podcast in the Odyssey app or wherever you get your podcasts. For the latest breaking news, traffic, and weather, be sure to tune in to KDKA or download the Odyssey app to take us with you wherever you go.